Hello and welcome to the Wadfam Chalkpod. I'm Dylan Weaver. I'm Andrew Sabo. And today we are talking about episode 482, Grand Opening Part 2. Yeah, so this is the sequel to part one of Grand Opening and I just... You don't say. (laughs) Part (laughs) two, guys, is the sequel to (laughs) part one. (laughs) Shocker. Hot take. Hot take. Oh, yeah. Uh, Unlike unlike normal, we we don't have a uh, teaser to play for this one because part one and part two had the same teaser. So you guys heard that last week. We're not going to be redundant about it. Tear, tear. That's that's interesting though because they aired on two separate weeks on the radio, yeah. but they didn't right. have a teaser for. Well, I, I assume they just played the teaser both weeks, but we'll uh, we'll spare you guys from that because it's, it's not it's not yeah. the radio. We take care of you. We do. Yeah. So this We're is here uh, to help. obviously picking up right where the last episode left off. There was no intro. Um, really, like. Before we get into it, like what actually happens in the episode, I love the soundtrack in this episode. It's like super ominous. It's super atmospheric, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I really, no, I, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, I really, really enjoyed it. And obviously, like these are my two favorite episodes in the series. So it like has a lot of nostalgia for me. Um, yeah. So we start off with Tom and Wit basically doing a recap of the last episode and more or less the saga up to this point, but trying to kind of cover their butts in case people didn't listen the week prior. Yeah, so they they have that conversation, and then, yeah. yeah, so and so it cuts over from this, like, kind of <laughs> very expositional recap, but, like, you know, whatever. A lot happened in the previous episode, so it makes sense. Yeah, Tom goes at one point, like, do you think Mitch put the camera in your office? And we're like... Which well, is, don't we know that didn't Tony say that there was a bald guy with sunglasses? Uh-huh. So Tom says to Wit, do you think Mitch put the camera in your office? And Wit's like, well, according to Tony, it was some other guy. But he says it in a way that's like, like Wit skeptical of Tony? Yeah, like incredibly. And I'm like, <laughs> why? <laughs> why now are you like, oh, it's like Mitch has got to be the Mitch. <laughs> He's got to be the bad guy here. And then at the same time, like they say his name so much this episode. They say his name a lot. <laughs> Mitch. Mitch. <laughs> but just just the idea that like, no, 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 we can't trust the guy who Tony pointed at who we know was already mominous, right? Right. Because that wasn't the first time he put a camera in the office. Wasn't the first time we saw him. Right? Didn't was yeah, or was he the guy that Barry met in the airport? Was that him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. We heard we heard Barry talking to him okay. in the airport. That's what it was. I was trying to. Oh uh, yeah, okay, yeah. But I mean, so for Wit, it would have been the first time they had the interaction, though. Right. right? Yep. Um. And so, so then it cuts over to Connie and Mitch's date. Yep. Which is uh, very romantic. It it is, but I also had this notion while thinking of it, that, like surprise dates are just such a bizarre concept yeah like i don't know is this something that people actually do or is it just a plot used in tv and movies oh for sure i mean (laughs) i don't know why especially something like a hike are you kidding me well like why because they they drive up to this so mitch blindfolds connie they drive up to this place on trickle lake and he had and he's that or overview of trickle lake yeah and sets up for a picnic yeah and Connie's like, oh, that's so romantic. This is awesome. Like, I, you're, you're such a great guy, Mitch. But, like, 
would have her reaction been different if he had just been like, hey, Connie, I've got this great idea. Like, let's go on a picnic to Trickle Lake. I've already... Pre- like, I don't know why... The surprise factor, specifically. Right, right. or even to... Even to surprise her, like, te- like say, hey, we're going on a date, and not say what it is. And then once she gets in the car, explain what's going on. Yeah, yeah, Or, like, sure. that sort of thing. But, but the to, blindfold? to blindfold her until they get to the peak. Which I'm presuming then, is at least, like, 15 to 20 minutes of her just sitting in the car right. completely blind. Yeah. Like, can't see anything. Yeah, yeah, Like, that's... Like, Sounds it's just miserable. Right. No, that seems like... Even if I yeah. am with somebody that I care about or, like, would have a good time just talking with for a long time... Yeah. That's still a long time to not be able to see anything. Yeah. And so, you know, she he pulls off the blindfold and she's looking at the lake and is just like, it's so beautiful. And Mitch says, almost as beautiful as you are. I have that written down. Oh, it's so good. What a freaking smooth, smooth guy. It is it is yeah. devilishly and, smooth. And you you hear Connie blushing. Yeah. Which is like Odd. an interesting thing to bring up, but like they do that sort of thing where like maybe she makes like an ah oh, Yeah or what? But like you can yeah. It's I don't a know. very subtle like sound engineering. You can thing. yeah. But you it, can again I think Brian. It's the just good voice acting yeah, too. It's so good. Oh my gosh. Yeah, well and it's also like kudos to Mitch. That's a really cool date idea. I just feel like there's a lot of flaws in it, though. I've taken my girlfriend on hikes before, and I always tell her beforehand, we're going on a hike, like, wear tennis shoes or something yeah. like that. Like, Well, yeah, and he says he found the spot on a hike, so my feeling is probably just, like, it's, like, he hiked to it, but now that he, like, drove up, like, an access road. Yeah. And she only has to walk through, like... A little bit. You know, a couple yards of trees. Yeah. But... Still, still like a little bit like there's maybe communicate. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit like that could be. But you know, Mitch is dark and mysterious, and and as as is brought up later, like how how can Connie know that she can trust him? You know? Right, right, right. Which how is, how can she know? How can? Um, yeah. So then we cut to uh, Sarah and Cal. no, 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 no. Doesn't this doesn't the lunch happen? The lunch? What lunch? The the picnic lunch. Oh, yeah, their picnic happens. Yeah. Is there notable stuff about the picnic? I don't have anything Well, he packs this romantic picnic that's basically just a bag lunch. Oh, that's right. It's bologna sandwiches. No, no, it's not bologna. It's salami. Salami sandwiches. Because I was like, that's such a weird choice. Yeah. Who who eats a salami Salami sandwich? Salami sandwiches. That's right. Salami sandwiches, sour cream and onion chips, and chocolate milk. Yeah. Which is like... Boy, they weren't kissing after that. Yeah, <laughs> sour cream and onion chips and chocolate milk is a horrible, horrible combination. combination. That's so bad. It's that such a bad idea. That sounds disgusting. Yeah, and and throwing, like, presumably salami, mayonnaise, and white bread together, yeah. just throwing that in there, boy. Yeah. That's, that's your, you're yeah. pulling out all the stops, Mitch. Yeah. You're just like right. us, aren't you? Well, yeah. But, I mean, it's like endearing. But, like, they're not married yet, so they weren't going to kiss regardless. Yeah, of course, of course. Also, I've got things about Connie later. <laughs> we'll get to Oh, yeah. We'll get into it. <laughs> Don't worry, folks. All right. So then we jump to Sarah and Cal just, uh, once again, kind of recapping what yeah, they know. Yeah, basically. And talking about their... They're going to um, basically set a trap for Aram. Or not set a trap. They're going to just try and contact him. Yeah. And so they're um, going to, like, the school lab after school. And the only thing really of note of this scene is just the fact that, like, Alex isn't there. 
which mm-hmm. is weird, but it also saves us from Alex being such a wet sandwich when Basically, he's just like, yeah. oh, guys, we can't we can't do it. We shouldn't do it, guys, guys. The system should have done, guys. Don't do it, guys. Arum's bad. Oh, we don't like Arum. Adventure's bad. I'm going to go study. Yep. <laughs> so then from there, we go to uh, Wit's End where uh, Tom and Wit are looking at, they're looking at the camera yeah. in, from in the book. Yeah. And then last a extremely high Connie walks in. Basically, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eyes glazed over like a couple Krispy Kreme donuts. Oh that boy. was such a... The the Krispy Kreme donuts thing was so weird. Yeah. I was like... I never understood that. There, there are brands in Odyssey? Like, it just... Yeah. It's so... Oddly specific. <laughs> Like, yeah. if you could have just said a couple glazed donuts, right, and it would have right, been fine. Right. But the fact that Tom says Krispy Kreme then, like, makes me raise a bunch of eyebrows of, like, okay, Krispy Kreme didn't pay them for that. They're not, like, why are they shouting out Krispy Kreme? If it was Chick-fil-A, I'd kind of get it. Is Krispy Kreme surprisingly <laughs> Christian? Right. Or did Tom Riley improvise? <laughs> right. But, like... Could be both. Yeah. It's that, it's that weird thing of, like, Odyssey is so disconnected from the greater world and like brands yeah i'm like does tom have a brand deal with krispy kreme i really hope he gets he gets paid every time he he sends him his apples that they use in their donuts there you go yeah it makes sense it's it's such a bizarre thing but yeah she is her voice name is in connie's voice is in a whole nother register talking about her date with mitch let me go put these flowers in some water. Yeah. He got me. He, he cut flowers for me. Yeah. We went on the walk. And yeah. Her voice is very Disney princessy. And We're bringing it back. Just sing song. And, or not if we cut that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, and then there's also that whole bit where it's like, and then it started to rain. And then we drove back here. And we're going to go bowling yeah. later. And he dropped me at the door because it rained. And I'm like, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. You she, are you are on something. She she walks into the room, and the first thing she says is, isn't it such a beautiful day? As we hear a thunder There's crack a, in yeah. the background. <laughs> You're like, wow. And, and Tom and Whit, you can, once again, that that's the the brilliance of their voice acting. We're like, you can hear Tom raising his eyebrow when she says, isn't yeah. it such a beautiful day? And then we hear a thunder crack. And he's like, uh, yeah. no. The answer's no. Nope. Um, anyways, and then Connie's like, hey, uh, uh, Mitch wants to talk to you. He's parking the car. Yeah. He let me on at the door, guys. Because it's raining. Yeah. Which, for the record, like, I'm kind of making fun of her just because of the way it's acted. But also, Mitch is just such a gentleman and yeah, I, I love gonna it. Yeah, I was going to say, at this point, well, and again, so he does all this. And then they're going bowling later. Like, this yeah. guy has dedicated an otherwise oh, yeah. normal day entirely right. to hanging out with Crazy Bag of Connie. Yeah, and you know she's not paying at all. Oh, no. I mean, okay, well, so he picked a pretty good job. Like, bowling's pretty cheap, and yes. also hikings are free. Yeah. Hikings are free. Yeah, I mean, you did have to pack that lunch. My but... favorite Norse hiking. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't know why this just popped into my head, but I really hope it was Yoo-Hoo and not Chocolate Milk. Like, imagine if they name-dropped Yoo-Hoo like they did Krispy Kreme. <laughs> and you brought me some Yoo-Hoo. <laughs> Just like oh, it's boy. it's uh it's uh Nesquik. Yeah, it's it's brand promo the uh the, the episode. episode. 
later when they're talking about mac and cheese, she they're like they're dropping uh, name brands, but it's not like an actual brand. Yeah, right, right. Which again, then why was Krispy Kreme yeah, a name yeah, brand? Yeah. <laughs> or or like why wouldn't you like right? Or like episodes ago when they they called out Dairy Dream, yeah, which is like obviously Dairy, Dairy Queen, Queen, but like we're not gonna say Dairy Queen because we don't want to actually promote a brand. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Connie's uh, asks or tells Wit that Mitch is going to come up, and mm-hmm. so Connie walks out, and Tom goes to Wit. Hey, you want to put that camera away? And Wit's like, No, no, we're gonna leave it there. Yeah, and we'll see what Mitch says. And so, how does that like? How does that conversation actually go down? Does Mitch bring it up, or does I think Wit say so? Like, Hey, I found this in my office. Like, oh. No, I think I think Mitch. Is basically like so. Oh yeah, why do you need this camera? Doesn't he say that or like? No, or he like I, he's just like I think he's just like oh that's a pretty uh, that's man what how does that happen? Yeah, because regardless, the camera's brought up and Wit's like uh, um, and Wit's like oh Wit says twice. Have you ever seen one like this? Yeah, like. He says, have you ever seen one like this before? Have you ever seen one like it before? And Mitch is like, oh, yeah, we picked up a couple for a um, for a TV show that they're doing where they're yeah. placing spy cams all around. And I was like, is this some Eric Andre thing that they're yeah. doing? Well, I mean, I'm I not- guess, like, early 2000s, like, ah, you got pranked. Like, that was a thing, I guess. I don't know. Probably. I don't know. Um, but, but wait, is that actually true? Like, okay, we're, we'll get to that. Yeah. I have yeah. no freaking idea. Yeah, me either. It, it's so weird. Are so they... he says that, mm-hmm. and then Wit later brings it up and uh, and says it again. Yeah, like have you ever seen one like that? Yeah, and he said I picked I picked a punch up for the show we're doing. It's like hidden spy cameras and yep. stuff. Yeah, but then then Mitch leaves and is downstairs talking with Connie, and this was another part where I was like the just the way it was edited i wasn't mm-hmm. super confident that mitch was downstairs with connie yeah at first i thought it cut to them on the date yeah that's and then, what I thought. and then i realized that oh no he's downstairs talking to connie because Mi- connie's starts out with saying like oh bowling's such a great idea yeah, and i'm yeah. like oh they're at the bowling alley and then they're then not then at mitch the bowling says, alley i gotta go get my bowling shoes <laughs> no oh, that's later that's, that's later, later. they have to go get the bowling shoes what a weird plot device. Because he um, has bowling shoes. He does have bowling shoes. Um, it's but yeah, so Connie's like, last time I went, we got a 24. Yeah. All right, I got it. I bowled a 24. I wonder like, if I can beat it. That's terrible. Yeah. That is literally yeah. like two and a half pins per frame. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. It's real bad. You would have to be intentionally rolling gutter balls. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. But like, I'm not like... I didn't bowl for like multiple years and went a couple weeks ago and bowled like three strikes. Like it's not that hard, guys. Bowling isn't hard. No. <laughs> Especially if like if you know anything like about like yeah. even what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Like, you're like <laughs> it's not difficult. Yeah. But it's super fun. I did bowl a lot of gutter balls too. Yeah. Just just for the record, but like it's not, yeah. Three, 24 is exceptionally bad. Right. Like you... <laughs> Almost impressively. Even, right. Like even like a mediocre bowler should end somewhere between like... The, you you got to get past 50. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was going to say like probably 60 and 80. Yeah. Or 50 and 80 yeah. maybe. Like yeah. and then like if you're like half decent you get from like 80 to like a 110. 
Yeah. Anyways, so Mitch comes down and is so shaken by Wheat's interrogation. Yeah. That I'm confused. Yeah, because he he does seem incredibly uncomfortable by like what happened, which makes me wonder how much he's aware. He kept his composure really well when he was in Wit's office, and then coming out was like very, very shaken well and he said he kept his composure and then was incredibly shaken which makes you think he actually did something sketchy right but like it's pretty clean but our next scene is proves that it's not is him going to the novacom headquarters to talk to dent and instead it's mr Mr. charles our bald guy our mean bad guy (laughs) yeah um and so mitch is like talking to him and there's like some implication that mitch has been spying on wit yeah for novacom yeah or where, where charles is like yeah it's really great that you've got that relationship with, with wit yeah and that kendall girl have fun bowling tonight like it's very big brother yeah but, yeah very much like kind of pressing in on it but but i can't i can't figure out if mitch was bold-faced lying to it when he said they bought him from a tv show mm-hmm. but then why is he going in to have this meeting? Like, I don't know. The show can't decide whether it wants you to think Mitch is good or bad. Yeah. Which, in some regards, I respect it for. Mm-hmm. But in other regards, makes it incredibly... Difficult like, to analyze. Inconsistent. Sure. Yeah. Where I'm like, alright, so when he was in the room with Wit, he seemed perfectly composed and gave logical answers and tom even says that yeah and wit then says hmm hmm voice of god shows speculation yeah but then we go downstairs with connie and he's very like it's very opposite where he's like uh i'm very shaken currently i'm obviously shaken right here and like i'm super uncomfortable by this and then we go which is the first time i think in the series that we see him like frazzled right right and then we go to novacom where he's like Going in to talk to Dent, presumably to say, like, what's the deal? Like, to ask Dent about the spy cam in the book, because maybe he's got some suspicion that that was a Novacom thing. Well, it could have been that Dent found out that Mitch knew and then called him in. Because if he knew about the bowling date... No, Mitch Mitch walks into the office expecting to see Dent and instead sees Charles. Yeah. So unless he received, like, an email from like a secretary that said hey come by come to the office but it made it it very much seemed like mitch decided to swing by the Mm -hmm. office to have a chat about stuff and instead gets cornered by charles who is obviously a bad guy yeah like he says such a bad guy oh my gosh he says quote Call me Mr. Charles. Charles. You yeah. don't say, say that. that. Yeah, Nobody yeah. talks like yeah, that. Yeah. You can totally just imagine him just like petting the cat, spinning yeah. around. Call, call me Mr. Mr. Charles. Charles. Like you can call I'm me Mr. Charles. I'm to know a lot of things. It's like, uh, okay. It's so, Whatever. oh my god. And, and he also is like, Dent was the guy who reported to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm your is... boss's boss, basically. Yeah. Which is interesting, too. It's because so we're like, good, though. if... He's got such a bad guy voice. Yeah. We're like, I'm like, if if this guy oversees Dent, yeah. why in the world was he talking to what's his name in the talking to Barry in the yeah. airport and freaking paying a random dude to go plant this camera? Yeah, like, it does seem like he like, should what? have people to do his dirty work. <laughs> Who is this? Like my boss that's Dent doing is it the, himself. Is at least under my understanding, like 
this was like the CEO of Novacom yeah, he's and then Dents yeah. from like Andromeda. Yeah. So why is this guy who is like bigger than this huge media company coming in and like paying some random yeah, street he, he's kid? He's his own hitman. To, like, like it's so bizarre. Yeah, he's on the streets. Maybe it's because you know he's obscure enough that like nobody knows him. You know, like he's so high up there, he's completely yeah. obscure. But, like. You but, have but henchmen, also, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mr. Ominous like, Bad Guy's broken you, you cat. Have you to gotta have, have henchmen. some henchmen. So, yeah. We get so, some of those kids under the bridge. I'm sure they'll be willing to do it. Yeah. So we get, we find out Dent's been relocated. Charles is now, like, overseeing Novakami and Odyssey. Yeah, yeah. And Which is, like, totally shifts the tone. Like, yep. Arthur Dent, like, we, you kind of get this ominous vibe from him but mr he's, charles is he's very clear like bad guy. weird and scattered and yeah. like slightly suspicious yeah but he all he comes across as a pretty nice guy who like we just like we're not supposed to like yeah like there's there's a lot of stuff we've pointed out previously where i'm like wit and bernard and tom seem like a lot more frustrated with this guy than they need to be yeah because he really hasn't proven himself to be distrustworthy whereas but mr charles, charles is bad guy number one he incredibly is, spooky he is such such a mess it's um, so good though like oh yeah you're like oh shoot mr charles all yep. right yeah. stuff is going down yeah. so in case it wasn't obvious before novacom is very bad yeah we we finally get this confirmed like basically unambiguous bad guys yeah so now we cut to cal and sarah on the school computers looking on a bunch of sites trying to find aram they're going to like his known hangouts yeah kind of like wit did under the bridge in the in the wits in that uh uh chicago slash connellsville slash oswald heights yep yep sketchy um, sketching town yeah and so they finally find him mm-hmm. and cal's like giving sarah all these things like hey you gotta go to do this and yeah. like um and he get they get level four access to the oh to, to the something. website yeah, yeah they're yeah. on they're on the andromeda site yeah, right? they're on the, yeah andromeda radio wave study right well we don't know radio wave study yet oh that's that later I think so. I don't no, think no, it's they say the, that later. Do they, they say it once they unscramble things. No, no, they say it beforehand, too. Oh, okay. They say because um, Alex says, or not, is it Cal? Cal, Cal Yo, says, that's uh, right. I tried going there, we need a password. And yeah, yeah. like, the password is Bluegill. And I'm yeah. like, oh, shoot, bro. It's Bluegill. <laughs> what a great name for it. Like, that's like a, such a spy password. It like, is a very, very spy password. Um, things are shifting. Yeah. Was milk and eggs. Now it's Bluegill. Was Mr. Dent. Now it's Mr. Charles. Stuff's going down. Okay. Um, <laughs> so so they get this thing. They're freaking out. This was this is one of those moments where I was like, okay, this show is actually from like 2002. Yeah. Oh my um, gosh, yeah. Because uh, cause <laughs> the system will shut down in one minute. Well, yeah. They Obviously, they have that and they have this like constant beeping because it's an yeah. audio show and we have to yeah. hear that the system is going to shut down. But also, they're like... <gasps> We, we need to save this thing. Where's a disk? Yeah. Where's a disk? And I was like, just save it to a flash drive. Oh, right. Oh, we don't it's have those. Well, yeah, they said we tried to download it or something, and then they couldn't. And then yeah. it was also... Which, to save would that be disk. a CD-ROM or would that be a floppy disk? CD-ROM. Okay. At this point. But then they... Uh, yeah, then they get the... Um, which, how would you save a... Is it a website? Or is it a uh, file? I think it's like a PDF. Okay. 
Yes, Andrew, that is perfectly logical. I didn't know you, you could weren't do around. That. Yeah, I was gonna for say that I didn't era. Know you could do but yes, that. we used to save a lot of things on discs. I guess. You're, oh, I guess you're right. Like slideshows and stuff. Even. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but not even. Yeah, like discs that could only be read by computers that you couldn't stick into a disc player and view the stuff. Okay. Like you can just save data. Um, I could go faster with a tone, a uh, tone, a stone tablet and a chisel. Right. So they decide to print it because they don't have a disc because the library doesn't have discs. So they're yeah. just like, ah, oh, we'll just print it out. And but the computer's trying to stop, trying to is going to shut down. And there's no printer four, paper. And there's no printer paper. So they finally get it. They get it to print out. It prints out one. It's sheet. all gobbledygook. It is all gobbledygook. Did you have that written down? Yep. <laughs> I didn't have it written down, but I remembered it. Yeah. I told you, man, I got most of this episode yeah. memorized. Yeah. So we go from there to Wonderworld. Yeah. Where really cool. Alex now joins in with yep. the gang. Yep. Um, and they are trying to decipher this decipher code. this thing, and it's surprisingly easy. It, it's it's surprisingly easy. It's also weird. Like, why if they were like they had the correct clearances, they downloaded this paper. Why would it still why, be deciphered? Then why, when they printed it out, was it in, like, just gibberish? Yeah. And then why was that gibberish actually being... Like, why were they actually able to decipher anything out of that gibberish? I mean, maybe it's, like, a standard code that, like, like everybody... You know, anybody like, with the clearance has. You right, know, right. Well, like, a decode, like I think the implication is that there's some sort of encryption on it. But yeah. if there's some sort of encryption, why are the characters that they need to decipher it? Just like there. Yeah, yeah. There's just other characters yeah. mixed in. And it seems like those are the only letters. Yeah. Which would make it pretty obvious. I don't know. It's just. I'm guessing it's either a plot device. Or it is filler. a plot device. It's just like, this is fine. Yeah. Fine, fine, fine. Yep. I'll stop tearing into the plot device. So they finally <laughs> decipher good, it. Um. And they do, they get A, R, E, and they're like, ah, it's Aram! And then the next letter is P, and they slowly break it down, and it's a report on the conversion of brainwaves to radio waves by Eugene Meltzner. At which point they start speculating about whether or not Eugene is Aram. Yeah. Because, like, the last two letters of his name backwards are E-R-E, and And Sarah's just like, guys, Stop. Stop. And somebody else. And Which is, like, didn't that happen? Was that last episode? Yeah, she did she, the same thing yeah. last episode. And I was just like, yeah, Sarah, way to go. I am I wish I would see you again anytime. This is her mm-hmm. last appearance in Ever? the entire series. Rest in peace. Was just like her up in Wonderworld. Oh, she and oh, actually, no, no, it's not her up in Wonderworld because then they do go talk to Mr. Mr. Witt. Mr. Witt. But this is... Did I say Mr. Witt? No, I said Mr. Witt. Oh, okay. <laughs> On accident. <laughs> but yeah. So, not... Yeah, we'll get we'll get to one of her last appearances. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. And um, so they talk to Mr. Whitaker. Not yet. We now go to Connie yeah, and yeah. Mitch Bowling. We go to Connie and Mitch Bowling. Connie is... She, she... It starts out with her being in the bathroom on a phone call with Witt. Yeah. Saying like... Wait, no, 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 no. Because this, this is when they're back at his apartment. You're right! I... Yeah, okay. Yeah, let's 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 jump to uh, let's jump to that. I, wow, I jumped like four notes down. So we go from Wonderworld to Wits apartment. Mitch's apartment. Mitch's apartment. He yeah. is uh, the bachelor they, pad. Yeah, they go back to his bachelor pad. He's looking for bowling shoes. Yes, and Kai's like, "Why do you have bowling shoes?" And I'm like, "Again, no. why do you have bowling shoes?" No, see, here this is something I I, I talked about with with someone a couple weeks ago, but like. You're never going to wear out bowling shoes. Yeah. You're never going to outgrow bowling shoes. Yeah. Just get a pair, then you never have to run them for the rest of your life. Okay, that's a smart investment. Yeah. 
I'm like, I should, I should buy bowling shoes. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, if but, I ever want to buy bowling, <laughs> right? Like, if they, if I find some on sale sometime, or yeah, or for sure, or like, like yard sale or again, yeah. or yard sale, that sort of thing. I'm like, yeah, bowling shoes. Yard sale, Get bowling shoes is my favorite indie band. <laughs> Okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's 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 a pretty good one. Um, so my my main thing is like, no, the best is he's in the back looking and like, so the sound engineering's fantastic. Yes, right. Like you totally get the idea. Like I can totally picture the apartment. It's too small. There's a bunch of probably papers everywhere. His yep. um, as it's later described, like his computer's on the uh, coffee table, on the coffee table, and the printer is on the uh, flower stand, uh, plant holder. Something like that. Something yeah. like that. And so it's like you really get this really clear yep. image. He does. It's not a studio. He does have his own bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. He but. has his own bedroom. And uh, and Connie is like looking around stuff in the back. He's like, Mitch, are you all right? And he's like, yeah, I think I just found my brick collection <laughs> after hearing this biggest. <laughs> yeah. It was, it's a really good joke. Uh, I, I, that, that generally got me. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Mitch is like super, super adorable though. Like he's got this really cute bachelor pad and there's like hot dogs and box macaroni and cheese yep. and stuff and like yeah dang it man they really wrote him well <laughs> like, yeah yeah the the my my only thing with them going back to his apartment to find the bowling shoes i was just kind of like why like bowling shoe rentals are like three bucks yeah maybe five yeah you didn't have to go back to your apartment to get the bowling shoes if it was gonna take like if it was gonna take this much effort to find it. Like just rent a pair for the night. But so yeah, so he goes back, looks for his bowling shoes. Connie then decides to poke around at his computer. She says, quote, the two A's go at the beginning of Aardvark. Yeah. In which case Mitch one was writing a- about Aardvarks for some reason. Yeah. But in the other case spelled it A R D V A A R K. So uh so she goes to switch how he spelled Aardvark and uh the Aram sound comes on. You did it <laughs> Yeah You did it I, I did it I did it people did- uh shout out to AIO C R E fan from the Town of Odyssey Forum. Uh who He had it or did he who, do it for you or what? He so there was a there was this whole he didn't do it specifically for me but there was this long thread of people trying to get those tones and like cropping them out of different episodes and that sort of thing yeah and then he actually found them he like found them on the adventures and odyssey website from like a while back oh. and uh ripped the audio files and converted them and stuck them up there that's so, awesome big shout out to that guy what a hero um now we have that oh yeah that's so good yeah oh that's real good you those of you listening will have already heard it in last week's episode okay. but uh this is the first time uh, andrew's andrew's hearing it this is so, delightful i love it so we have we have that and then we also have <laughs> ah! so we have good. both the, so both good. the before and the after so yeah Dang. it's it's very exciting it's so good it's so good oh it's yeah, no it's kidding. uh yeah and so and then, connie gets very freaked yeah out. she like freaks out um now we cut to the bowling alley, right? Yeah. She's in the bathroom on the phone with Wit, just being like, uh, ah! so, uh, I heard the Aram sound on Mitch's computer, and I, I think he might be a bad guy, and yeah. how, how, do, how do I even know to trust him? And what's just like, Connie, chill. Yeah. Um, Which also, can you imagine the car ride over there? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Connie's like low-key hyperventilating, just like... <gasps> I don't even know if it would be low-key, man. Yeah, yeah. It's just, and, and then Mitch is just driving, I'm imagining, just like, so, uh, 
So how often do you bowl? She's just like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh no. Yep. Mitch is such a good person. <laughs> like, yeah. What a guy. I uh, yeah. I love Mitch. So yeah. So she's she's on the phone with Wit. She's freaking out. Wit's yep. like, you know, chill just, out. Just, we got just, this. Just like, go enjoy your date. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy your date. And so she comes out of the bathroom, and then Mitch is like, "Are you all right? Like you took a while in there." And kind of like, "Well, aren't they in the bathroom? Take a long day in the bathroom." And yep. uh, and they have this just really uncomfortable conversation. Yeah, while she bowls into the next guy over's lane four times. Four she gets, times. She gets four strikes in a row on the road. On the, <laughs> the guy, the guy in the background goes, "I've never bowled this well." <laughs> and at one point, Connie's like, "It's still my turn." And Mitch is like, "It will continue to be your turn until you bowl in our lane." It's which so is good. so good. And like, okay, again, back to the sound engineering, top notch. Yeah, so freaking good. Like pins crashing in the back. It's yeah. so so good. Yeah. Logistically, though. She would have had to go over, get her ball from his thing right. every time, or gotten a new ball yeah. every time. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how this works logistically. That's why it is, you know. Although a it wouldn't be audio no, show. Well, normally you have a pair of yeah, a pair. A pair of, so that, it wouldn't they be get so the same. Bad. No, it wouldn't be. But it's still, it's really funny. <laughs> I like it a lot. But the so Connie's just freaking out, and she yeah. she basically is just like, "How can you work for Novacom, who is so obviously bad?" Yeah. Which is super rough. Yeah. Yeah, so she basically she's wondering, like, what's going on, and Mitch basically can't tell him. He's like, ooh, I want to I can't tell you that either. Yeah, that's um, right. And she's very, yeah, very. And it's like, I understand. Like, that's, that's an incredibly difficult situation to right. be in if you are Connie, because you're, like, super conflicted. Like, I'm obviously super in love with this guy, but he's sketchy, and I don't know if I can trust him, but he seems like he's a good guy. Yeah. And I also have wit support. But he might be Aram, so like that's also not good. Right. And um, yeah, that's yeah. that's admittedly yeah. like okay, Connie, you're allowed to freak out now. Yeah. Well, and the point that Wit brings up that I, yeah. on the phone that I think is really good is she's like Aram has a way of just like appearing everywhere. Like yeah. this does not mean anything. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, good on you, Wit, for not being like, oh no, he's Aram. Like he, he's Mitch is a bad guy. Like because Wit's instincts are always right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. can we go back for a second when Mitch comes back um, out of the back room getting his bowling shoes, yeah. finds Connie, and she's like, and he's like, Connie, you look like you have something to say. And Connie goes, they're having a sale on boxed macaroni <laughs> che- cheese at, like, you know, Vitamins Market. Vitamins Market. Market. You should go pick some up. I'm like, wow. That was some good scrambling. You know <laughs> yeah. Of course. Well, you know I don't that. know that she actually knew that. She might have just been making Made it, it up. Because, you know, very mac and cheese. Incredibly. But, yeah. So, Maybe if we're judging off that, maybe the car ride over wasn't so bad. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so Connie's basically just like yeah leaves. Yeah, and so then we cut back over to everybody, um, the kids with Wit at the end yep. telling him, and Wit's just like, "Oh crap! Well, don't tell anybody except, except your, your parents, parents. Except your parents. Except your parents, because you you got to tell your parents. And everything. you should have asked them before going online. So right. that's important too. Yeah, and also like don't. Like, I don't know. He doesn't come down as hard on them as I feel like he maybe should. Yeah, for considering, sure. Considering, like, I never thought I'd be like, oh, what should be more harsh? But, like... They're continually like, poking at something that's very, very clearly serious. Right, right. The the amount of danger that we've gotten up to at this point is, like, why are, like, why are you still messing with this? Why are kids this? still fighting this? It's, yeah. <laughs> we... 
we should get help. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. And then the episode just kind of fades out on yeah. Wit saying, which, Eugene, again, what have you gotten yourself into? Which is so good. And then, and then Chris is like, what has Eugene gotten himself into? Yeah. And I'm like, all right. Okay. Well, and, and, but, okay, kudos for them for not trying to put a moral on this episode because it's yes. entirely plot-driven, like, good for them. Yeah. And it has the outro, and it was incredibly hard not to listen to the next episode. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say is, like, this is part two. Yeah. But it doesn't, it's also not a conclusion. No, no, not like, at all. absolutely nothing feels wrapped up. Yeah. It... It makes you want to also it? like it doesn't it doesn't wrap anything up. It also doesn't really tie into the previous episode. Like this episode has nothing to do with grand opening. Yeah, with the shop like, opening. Last episode was all about the grand opening of of Wit's End Two. Yeah, this one is nothing. Yeah, like, well, is it is the tie over the camera? Isn't that it? That's that's all the tie over basically. The no, because the. Oh, the camera. cameras. Yeah, cameras. Sorry. Yeah, but like they don't talk about the cameras at. They don't talk about the cameras at the Connellsville shop. At the Connellsville shop, they just talk about the one in this book, which yeah. is from months ago or yeah. whatever the timeline is. Yeah. And they also like when Mitch comes in and like so they talk a little bit about like oh we found out Mitch bought those cameras for the yeah. Connellsville shop, but that or like bought cameras from the same place that supplied the Connellsville shop. But that's like super loosely. That's such a loose tie considering like. All the other ties that would be here. Well, and also, like, considering with Chains Part 1 and Part 2, like, it was super, like, very clearly, like, continuation and conclusion. Yeah. Um, whereas in this, much less so. It, right. Maybe it's just because it takes place so closely together time-wise. Maybe right. that's why they well, put them all in, like, one episode. Or, yeah. You know, a yeah, two-part. Maybe. And we are starting to get into, like... Starting with the last episode, yeah, there's not a gap in episodes until Nova comes over. Yeah, as far as like chronologically, right? Yeah, yeah. We literally like we it's go. Just, it's all Nova come. Yep, we go like from grand opening thing. one through the end of battle lines. Yeah, every episode is Nova come, which is fantastic. Yeah, it's so good. Yep. Oh, I'm so excited. Hot take. So, Andrew likes it. Yeah, hot take. Uh, Novacom Saga is is good. Is when we and we like it. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, closing thoughts on this episode? Not, not really. I don't know. I'm I'm excited for what it's setting up. Yeah. I like uh, that we're getting like I like the Mr. Charles kind of mm-hmm. being less in the shadows now. Yeah, it's escalating. We're starting to know him. about yeah, know stuff about him. I like the introduction stuff being. To the- Oh, the brainwaves to radio waves thing. Brainwaves to huge. radio waves thing, which yeah, is like actually will be a big deal, yeah. and just Eugene being brought up at all. Yep. Um, yeah, I forget that he's there. Absolutely, people who are only listening to this series with us, which I know there are a couple. Yeah, have no idea who Eugene is other than just references. Yeah, yeah, which is you know cool and also like kind of a shame just because. Yeah. You do lose a little bit of the connection to the character, like yeah. Obviously, listening through it the first time, you're like, "No, Eugene, Eugene, be safe!" Like, right. you know. Uh, yeah. But and this, he does just seem kind of like an obscurity. Um. So that's yeah. I mean, that's basically it for this episode. It doesn't really wrap up, but it's setting the stage for big stuff. Yeah, seriously, it is, and like a lot really does happen in these two episodes, yeah. as far as like. Oh yeah. It. Like stuff's talking, coming together yeah stuff's coming together like it's it's starting to pick up speed and it's moving yep. forward like i mean we obviously talked about like so all the groundwork yeah. is pretty much laid yeah and now like trains moving yeah you know, we're, we're, we're moving yeah. forward 
And so just because of this like rapid thing and how much we're picking up, we decided we'd take the next two weeks off. Yeah, we're, yeah we'll take the two weeks off. <laughs> we gotta make you wait. We're gonna make yeah. you wait. We guys gotta catch up. We gotta catch up. Yeah. But yeah, next, next Tuesday's Christmas. Tuesday after that is, is New, Year's. New Year's. Tuesday after that, the 8th, we will be back with Secrets. Oh boy. So uh, enjoy, enjoy the holidays, guys. Uh, have fun, spend time with family, you know, whatever else. Don't and uh, promo my podcast. Oh, oh, sorry. Andrew's got to shout himself out. I got to shout myself out. I finally did it. All right. Like last episode, you know, I, I did it. So the first episode of My Scrub soundtrack is up. Uh, I'm really excited. I really like it. It's fun, really fun to make. They're really short, like pretty palatable to listen to, like 10, 15 minutes long. Um, the first song we talk about is, uh, I want you to want me by cheap trick as it's used in the pilot of the show scrubs. So yeah, go give that a listen. It's on anchor and Castbox right now. Um, later it will be distributed to, um, like Spotify and Apple podcasts yeah. and stuff like that. So there you go. Yeah. Super exciting stuff from Andrew. So listen to <laughs> my, uh, my scrub soundtrack in the meantime, uh, while you wait for us to come back with the new episode, have a good one guys. Wadfam Chalk Pod is a presentation of the Lidditz Podcast Cooperative. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at Wadfam Chalk Pod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at wadfamchalkpod at gmail.com. Episode 11, Grand Opening Part 2, was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Sabo and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick, hoping you'll join us next time for more of the Wad Fam Chalk Pod.